If you've been looking for a comprehensive Bible school curriculum that explores redemptive realities in Jesus Christ grounded in the Word of God, look no further. The goal of this podcast is to spread the life-transforming Word of God throughout the world for the equipping of the saints to do the work of the ministry and to build up the body of Christ in what Jesus has accomplished for us through His death, burial, resurrection, and seating at the right hand of God the Father. There's such an untapped potential for Christians to enter into their glorious inheritance in Jesus Christ. Together we will discover what Jesus has done for us by providing such a great salvation and how to appropriate the promises of God in our lives. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 31, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Each podcast season will cover one of the books that I have compiled over the years. You can find a complete listing of my Christian education material on my website at www.wordinspire.com. You're welcome to download these ebooks for free in PDF format for your own personal or ministry use. So let's explore these biblical truths and principles together that will absolutely transform our lives. God bless. Welcome to the Gospel series, The Discourses of Jesus, Narrow and Wide Gates, Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 to 14, Luke chapter 13, verse 22 to 30. The theme, there's only one way to heaven, through faith in Jesus Christ alone. The context, for the benefit of religious people who trust in their own righteousness. Matthew 7, verse 13, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. The narrow gate. Jesus was probably referring to ancient cities at the time. They were surrounded with walls and entered through gates. Some of those, connected with the great avenues to the city, were broad and admitted lots of people. Others, for more private purposes, were narrow and few would be seen entering them. The Greek word for narrow means hemmed in closely, cramped, with obstacles close about. Jesus was making reference to the way of life is being obscured to the casual observer, nor is it perceived as the easiest or popular route to take, making it unattractive or unappealing. Satan has been effective in conjuring up numerous false religions, cults, and other philosophies to deceive people from seeing the truth and so be saved. Luke chapter 8 verse 11 to 15, 2 Thessalonians 2:11, Hebrews 3:13. Satan is a liar and the father of it, and deception gets worse in the end times with the antichrist. 2 Thessalonians 2:9. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with the work of Satan displayed in all kinds of counterfeit miracles, signs, and wonders, and in every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refused to love the truth and so be saved. 
The enemy makes it difficult for people to find the narrow road and presents obstacles to hinder and discourage them from being saved. Matthew 23.13, 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 13 to 16. Those who get saved, the enemy does not stop in using persecution and hardships to get them to deny the faith and turn from Jesus. Acts 26.11, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 11 to 13, Hebrews 10, verse 32 to 39, Revelation 2.10. Acts 14 verse 22, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, they said. The narrow and wide comparison also denotes the proportion of people that will be found on either road. Notice there are only two roads to choose from, not many roads to God as some espouse. The narrow gate is obviously entered through Jesus alone and the broad road represents and includes all the other ways of this world that are false and lead to death. Proverbs 16 verse 25 Jesus is the only way. John chapter 14 verse 1 Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the only way to heaven, while all the other roads leads to hell. That's the simple, absolute truth. John chapter 3 verse 35 to 36, chapter 10 verse 9, Romans 3 verse 22 to 23, Acts 17 verse 29 to 31, chapter 20 verse 21, Galatians 2 15 to 16. Yes, Christianity is ultra-exclusive, specific, and narrow. This is the point Jesus was making. Finding and following Jesus is no easy task. It costs us everything but we gain everything as well. Matthew 10, verse 32 to 39, chapter 16, verse 24 to 26, Luke 14, verse 25 to 33, 1 Peter 4, verse 18, Luke 18, verse 24. Jesus looked at him and said, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Indeed, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus replied, What is impossible with men is possible with God. Jesus was noting that it is hard for those who trust in riches to put their hope and trust in Him. Whether it's riches, money, power, fame, or religion, these things are obstacles for people to get saved. Even though salvation belongs to all mankind, the narrow gate principle illustrates that few people will enter through it for various reasons. Acts chapter 14 verse 2, chapter 16 verse 30 to 34, chapter 19 verse 9, chapter 26 verse 28 to 29. The scriptures are clear. God wants all people to be saved. According to Romans 2 4, chapter 10 verse 1 through 4, 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 through 6, John 3 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Someone asked Jesus a great question in Luke 13:23. Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? The Lord's answer in verse 24 was 
make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. As you read the rest of the text, it was to those who thought that they were right with God, but weren't. Jesus made it clear in John 3.3 that we must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. Good works are never good enough, since God demands perfection. Revelation 20 verse 11 to 15. It's so tragic. So many religious people in hell today because of deception and ignorance. Matthew 7 verse 21 to 23. Luke chapter 13 verse 25 to 30. Chapter 16 verse 19 to 31. But I belong to the church, was water baptized, and took communion. None of these things save us. Only faith in Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. Romans chapter 10 verse 9. 1 Peter 3.21 And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also, not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a good conscience toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As Jesus said in Matthew 16.26, What can a person give in exchange for their soul? This is the most important and pressing question for humanity today, the meaning of life. Why are we here? What are we going to do with Jesus? That's the question for eternity. Either we accept him, reject him, or ignore him. Psalms 9 verse 17, John 3:36, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 2 through 4. I highly encourage you to continue listening to the Word of Life study series podcast and encourage your friends to tune in as well. The scriptures encourage us in Acts chapter 17 verse 11 to receive the message with great eagerness and to examine the scriptures every day in order to confirm the truth that you're hearing. God's word is our final authority for all matters that pertain to life and godliness. I'd like to close this episode by praying over you according to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when God raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. And in chapter 2, verse 6, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with Him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Be blessed and see you soon.